Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, August 2nd. Oil held its decline in early trading Tuesday after closing at the lowest level in more than five months as traders counted down to an OPEC Plus meeting on supply amid signs that physical markets have eased in recent weeks. WTI slipped 0.2%, having lost almost 5% on Monday on concern a global economic slowdown will erode energy demand. Equity markets and several other commodities fell again Tuesday as worries over a recession and rising US-China tension over Taiwan drove investors toward havens. OPEC and its allies are due to gather virtually on Wednesday. Canadian pension plans experienced negative returns in all public market asset classes during the past quarter, based on new data from the RBC INTS All Plan Universe. Defined benefit pension plan assets declined by 8.6% during the second quarter of 2022, bringing year-to-date total returns to minus 14.7%. These declines were largely due to concerns about the state of the world economy, stock market declines and rising bond yields. For Canadian plans, global equities lost 12.2% in the second quarter and 18. 5% so far this year. In comparison, the MSCI World Index returned a somewhat lower minus 13.4% over the quarter, with major deterioration in the consumer discretionary, IT and communication services sectors. Global growth and value stocks showed significantly divergent performance during the quarter, with a spread of around 10%. The MSCI World Growth Index plunged by 18.6% in the second quarter and is down 27.3% year-to-date, while the MSCI World Value Index fell by a more manageable 8.7% or 10.3% year-to-date. Canadian stocks stayed up with those across the world and once more outperformed the benchmark, falling 11.3% for the quarter, down 8.1% year-to-date. Over the quarter, the TSX Composite Index declined by 13.2% and is down 9.9% year-to-date. Legacy risk management systems are fragmented and hampering investment managers' capabilities to respond to increasing volatility across global markets. That's one of the key takeaways from an international survey of banks and dealer brokers by management intelligence platform Acuity. It found that sell-side risk management needs an overhaul, including placing more importance on margin in risk calculations. The findings show that not only are volatile conditions forcing market makers to be more vigilant about collecting margin calls, but also that upgrades to existing infrastructure are needed across much of the industry. Most survey respondents said that they use one or more systems to manage risk across their derivatives business, while 73% use between two and five risk systems. This adds to limited agility of firms, with two-thirds saying that it takes more than a week to make risk margin and policy changes in their system and risk committee changes to parameters lag the real-time demands of current day markets, putting firms out of sync with the fast-moving markets. Canada's most heavily indebted consumers are feeling the pressure of rising mortgage rates, but it won't be the same for the overall economy, according to one of Canada's big banks. A recent note from National Bank Financial cautions that mortgage holders will eventually use a greater portion of their income to pay off debt. On a nationwide scale, though, the percentage of income that mortgage borrowers will use to pay down debt isn't very high. While households in Canada with significant levels of debt will likely be able to weather the storm of increased mortgage rates, it will cost them far more. According to National Bank, borrowers who borrowed at 4.5 times their gross annual income could face a hike in their payments of between $187 and $281 per month. That would translate to a 2.6 to 6% hit to their net disposable income. 
While borrowers have been stress-tested to ensure they could absorb that impact, it will still represent a diversion from their normal consumption. The lion's share of Canada's high levels of debt is held by households with higher incomes. Because of that, the bank estimates that rising mortgage rates will only lead to a 0.65% loss in disposable income at the national level during the following three years. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, what should equity investors expect as rate hikes threaten a global slowdown? How hard bacon is gathering strength to go global? And after a regulatory clampdown put a chill on valuations, tech companies in China could be turning a corner. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.